Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. now than I was many years ago. <laughs> and it's not what I'm going to preach, but what I have to leave out. <laughs> and it's amazing what my life verse was. Anybody know? Joshua 1, Joshua 1, 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe, observe to do according to all that is written therein. Yes, sir. What's going to happen? And then thy way will be prosperous and be what God wants it to be. And I was a little hesitant to say that. And then uh, when you think about my name, you think about doubting Thomas. <laughs> well, think about something good when you think about hey, Thomas. Yes, <laughs> you think about the people in the Bible. You get influenced. You get influenced and you get encouraged. Sometimes you get discouraged looking at people. And I'm telling you the truth. I've had the worst time the last few days trying to figure out what to preach and what to leave out. And so I'm going to get on the superhighway, I hope. And I've got one, two, three, three pages. And I won't be able to sightsee very much, but we're going to travel. And that's the, I want to say here what the title of it is, Choosing the Right Person. And I haven't slept well last night. I went back and looked it over, and I flipped it here and all of that, but I'm just thanking God for what he's done. And I want to mention something about my wife. The Bible said in the book of Psalms in 116 and verse 15, it says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And I want us to really think about what God does and what he is, not what we are. Amen. We're going to a great place, and I'm yes, glad sir. that God has made it possible for us to have what we have today. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the blessings you've given, for the many things you've kept from us that would have harmed us, and thank yes, you for sir. the many things you've given that we appreciate. And I pray that today that our hearts will be touched and our lives will be changed, and that we'll serve God all the days of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to call this, and uh, I got one, two, I got 200 points, <laughs> and don't let it frighten you. Uh, one of the preachers got up to preach one time, and he preached on and on and on, and he got to the point, he said, and finally, and one man said, glory to God. <laughs> but I'm glad here today that God has something for every person that will come to him. But I want to remember my wife, and the Bible says in Psalms 116, verse 15, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. It may not look good to us, but praise God, I'd rather to be in God's presence than to be here on earth. And I'm not trying to rush it up. 
But I'm glad that God says that we have something to look forward to yes, if we're Christ saved by God's grace. Bless the Lord. And I want to use this and choosing the right person. And I was thinking about the name and my life verse, and, I, and don't let this bother you. My life verse is Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. Yes, sir. This book of the law shall not depart out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Yes, sir. Wow. And so you think about somebody, you say, uh, there is a, in Bible a doubter. You find something, uh, you can find something bad about most people, but you cannot find one bad thing about me. <laughs> you can find a dozen bad things, but you can't find one. <laughs> but I'm glad we can look at God's Word and thank God for what He's doing. And, I, and the, the title of this, I think, is, I didn't sleep well last night. I got up, I went, kept going back, and I want to title this today, Choosing the Right Person. Yes, and the greatest person, personally, I think, in my life, apart from my mom and dad and some people like that was my wife, Mary Lee. And I was mad at my mother when I met my wife. And my mother said, you need to go here tonight. I was planning to go there. And I walked, and she walked in. I said, I'm going to marry that girl. And they said, she's only 15. I said, I'm not marrying today. <laughs> and we had to go before the judge. And the judge gave us permission to get married. And it was a wonderful life. And everybody said, when you go back home, that you're going to be sad and you're going to just kind of melt. Well, I was expecting that to happen. But glory to God, I read something in the Bible that changed that. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And I'm glad, glory to God, I walked and I said, well, I hate to go back home. Open the door and the glory of God flooded my soul. Not that she was gone, but where she's gone. The Bible says, precious in the sight of the Lord. I said, God, if it's precious in your sight, I show sure am going to have a, fight, a fit. And I'm glad, glory to God. I've been shouting and praising God, and I can't hardly talk now because I've been praising God. Amen. Amen. And I'm thankful today for you people being here. And so I want to say this. It's 20 minutes after 10. I should be finished by 2.30. <laughs> and the title of it is Choosing the Right Person. Did you get the right one? And I want you to look at this, and it's going fast. Choosing the right person. We find in the book of Psalms. It's in, it says, I love the Lord, verse, in verse one, Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compass me, and the pains of hell get hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Have y'all ever found any trouble and sorrow? No, you didn't have to find it. It found you. It looked like everywhere you went, there was trouble. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. Yeah. O Lord, I beseech thee, hallelujah. Deliver my soul. 
gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from fears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? My, my, you would take a long time. Toward me, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord. Now, in the presence of all his people, and this is what's really blessed my heart. Everybody was telling me, he said, when you go home after the funeral of your wife, you'll feel saddened. And I was expecting to go all to pieces. But glory to God, I wasn't rejoicing that she was dead. But I was so thankful for where she was going. And the night she passed away, and all the children were there at the house, and they can verify this. She was laying there. And all of a sudden, he said, "Hun, come here. That was my nickname. I got my concealed weapon permit. And they said, what's your nickname? And I said, "Hun." They said, "Hun, who in the world calls you Hun?" I said, my wife. They said, what do other people call you? I said, you don't want to know. But she would call me Hun. And I'm telling you the truth, that night she passed away. She called me. She was laying there. And the children were there. They can verify this. And every one of them was sitting there, and right before she was taken to the hospital, she said, Come here, hon. That's my nickname. Hon, kiss me. I love you. Goodbye. I thought she was getting better when she wanted me to come by her bedside. Tommy and those can verify this. They saw that and heard it and glory to God. I'm so glad. And when I came back home after she was, had been, we went to the funeral. I was so thankful that Jesus Christ said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I'm glad I've been shouting, not because she's gone, but because I'm going also. And she would not want to come back. I'm glad, glory to God, I'm heaven bound with the hammer down. And go where Jesus is ruling and I'm glad it's real and precious and glorious in the sight of God and I cannot describe it I'm still waiting for that letdown and I'm a little hoarse <laughs> I've been, been, been doing more shouting and praising God since she's gone not because she's gone but I'm going also Amen. wait for me I'll tell you what sometimes you see people <laughs> look like they get left behind but anyway I better move on and I will say to my hate all men are liars and what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits on me I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all my people and this is what I like right here. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And that verse has meant more to me than I could ever imagine. 
I said, God, if it's precious to you, it is wonderful and glorious for me. Amen. No good thing will he, hallelujah, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. You can't outgive God. You can't outrun him. You can't give anything that he doesn't already know about. I'm glad I'm heaven bound, as Maze Jackson said, with the hammer down. Amen. I'm glad we're headed home, and I'm glad we may be today. The trumpet shall sound the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. We're going on a vacation. How long are you going to be gone? Just a few days. But glory to God, we'll be there forever. Hallelujah. Amen. And one day we'll come back with him on this earth. I better, I, I, I got this to go. <laughs> it's 25 minutes after 10. Okay, the Bible tells us what, what I, I will pay my vows, and I like that verse. Precious, and I'll get, go, go a few more verses. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am the son and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord for now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, old Jerusalem. Praise you, the Lord. Now, I have a problem. I got 15 pages. <laughs> And I had to leave out 13 and a half. And I'm going to give you something, but I'm uh, fastening your seatbelt. I want to move fast. And I want you to, and uh, some of these preachers might get this and get something out of it. So listen to Brother Jarvis and these different people. And Brother Lawson, you can get enough without getting in. He don't need any of mine. He's overloaded. But I'm saying here, this, this is what I want to say. Uh, look at this, choosing the right person. Choosing the right person. When I met my wife, I was mad at my mother. We're going to hear Joe Arthur, somebody preach. And I was planning to go see uh, another girl with the same birthday as my wife. And my mama said, you can go see her later. She lived in Wadesboro, North Carolina. And my wife, the one that I married, that's the only one I married. <laughs> and we went to the church and she walked in. I said, I'm going to marry her. And Miss Stevens, Preacher Stevens' wife said, marry her? She's only 13 years old. I said, I'm not planning to marry her today. <laughs> and we went before the judge. And he said, you have to get permission to get married at that age. Well, we waited until she was 15, 16, somewhere along there. But I will say this was so wonderful and we ain't seen nothing yet. That's right. Right. Amen. You think it's wonderful to go to church and shout and praise God. You ain't seen nothing Amen. compared to what you're going to have. Amen. It's going to be some glorified, sanctified, petrified, all the rest of it that we find. And how in the world can you get the right one? How in the world can you find the person and somebody said, well, I'll tell you one thing, uh, that, uh, they'll tell how bad people are. I said, well, what are you doing to help them be great? Sure. Help yeah. them, pray for them, encourage them. Yeah. And so the Bible said, precious in the sight of the Lord 
And then we find that I will offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will pay my vows. But I want you to look at this now. Choosing the right person. It's 27, about 28 minutes after 10. I'll be finished by 2.30. But y'all will be finished a lot sooner. And I see you leaving out. Don't leave me. I'm going to come follow you. Choosing the right person. Okay. One must be suited for the task or willing to learn. Now, you can take some of this stuff and may make something out of it. Ask Brother Jarvis, some of these folks, and you'd be surprised how many uh, sermon outlines we've, I've stolen from other preachers. <laughs> but I changed them around a little bit so they wouldn't recognize them. <laughs> they, might, they didn't, and said they weren't paying attention the first time anyway. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't know they'd already been preached. But choosing, one must, and number one, a must, person must be suited to the t task that God wants to to do. Number two, Abraham was called out of the earth of Chaldees in Genesis chapter 15 and verse 7. We find that we find people that are called out of all kinds of places, all kinds of situations, at all kinds of ages. And say, where did you go to? And when I started preaching, I was called to church, uh, several churches, two churches, uh, just about immediately. And the first thing they would ask me, where did you go to school? I said, Pomeria High. <laughs> they said, uh, I, I mean, um, what Bob? I said, I rode by Bob Jones one day. <laughs> and they said, I mean, where did you? I said, I did not go to school. I didn't think I would have time to go to school. But they said, my goodness, said, the way you preach, I said, what would have happened if I had gone to school? I probably would have been able to preach. I've seen a lot of them think they're going to preach and they go to school and they come out you don't know what they're saying you don't know where they're going you don't know what you're supposed to do you don't know what they've done you don't know what they're planning to do but glory to God choosing the right person he must be suited to the task or willing to learn number two look at this Abraham was called out of the earth of Chaldees in Genesis chapter 15 and verse 7 I'll give you the verses if you want some of them and you can learn that and it takes brother Lawson a little longer to preach than it does me <laughs> Well, she got more on it. But we find Abraham called out of the earth of Chaldees in Genesis 15:7. Number three, Isaac obtained a bride. Right. Abraham told the servant where to look. He didn't tell him. He didn't say. He didn't tell him what. He didn't say who. He just told him where. Right. Amen. Uh, I wouldn't expect to find a Christian at the beer joint. Right. I wouldn't expect to find unless they witnessed somebody. And I remember somebody came and Dr. Harold Siler came years ago and I remember seeing him and I was a little fella like this and he would look, look like this and uh, I said, Mama, who in the world was that man? And she said, that was Harold Siler. I said, what did he want? He came to Pomeria and he said, I want to start a church. I graduated from Furman University and I want to start a church. And the people at Pomeria said, if you want to start a church, you need to talk to the Caldwells. They are very religious. <laughs> but I want to tell you, glory to God, mom and dad had something more than a religion. They had Jesus Christ. And I'm glad J. Harold Smith led my dad to the Lord. Out of all those people there, my dad was the only one J. Harold Smith went to and said, you need to be saved. And my daddy got saved. Glory to God. I'm glad for somebody that preaches the word with a hammer down, headed to glory, and got the glory while they're going to glory. Amen. And we find here that where to look, Genesis, it didn't say who, it said where. Joseph 
sold to the Ishmaelites. He was greatly used in Genesis 37 and verse 28. Number, number five, disappointments come, but God still controls. Number six, God found Moses on the backside of a desert. I don't know what the backside is. I looked it up and I tried to find out the backside. I could think about outside or the upside or the, all this, but they said the backside of the desert. And glory to God, where did he find you? Somewhere in a liquor store, somewhere in a beer joint, somewhere in sin, somewhere on the way to hell, but glory to God. Heaven, Mays Jackson said, heaven bound with the hammer down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God found Moses on the backside of the desert. Exodus chapter 3, Moses was looking at the bush, but God, hallelujah, he was looking at the burning bush, but he found a glorious God. And I'm glad you might find something you weren't looking for if you go to where the good things are. And so we find Amos, a herd of sheep in the Bible. Exodus chapter 7, verse 10 through 17. I hope I'm right on this enough and you can correct me. And my, oh yes, I forgot to tell you my Bible, my verse, folks, my, my life is Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. Uh, you think, think about Joshua. Then you think about somebody. You identify uh, Peter denied the Lord. You think about something they did good, something they did bad. And I'll tell you one thing. People can learn. They, they will remember the bad a lot more than they'll remember the good. And the Bible said no good thing will he withhold from them. They walk up proudly. Number eight, Joseph was sold by his brothers. Later was their soul's source of revival. The source of their livelihood. The one that they tried to kill. Glory to God. I'm glad God you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. Just watch this. Look at what God does. And then we find that God delivered Rahab the harlot. Who in the world would think? And who? Well, look at that. Isn't, glory to God. You ain't seen nothing yet. Look at these drunks and all of the harlots and adulterers, fornicators, liars, thieves, and sitting in church. And don't anybody, don't nobody say amen. Just say glory to God. Yeah. Breathe it under your breath if you want to. God delivered Rahab the harlot. Glory to God. He didn't give up on anybody. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to God. I'm glad he doesn't. He, know, he knows the way that I take. He knows how to get me out of the mess. And he knows he gets me on the right direction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He remembered. Hallelujah. God chose the unlikely to do, I like this one, God chose the unlikely to do the impossible. Amen. Who in the world would have thought that anybody could come and preach like this brother here? And when we said, uh, I said, I'm resigning, and uh, my goodness, I said, uh, it really disappointed me because I wasn't expecting it to happen in three days. But here he was, and here he still is, and he's still aggravating some people, and he's making other people happy. And some got happy when he came, and some will be glad when he leaves. But I'm glad here we find that God chose the unlikely to do the impossible. And if you think you can't, you can't. Yes. Until God helps you. Hallelujah. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I'm glad God's able to pour in more than you can dish out. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we find number 10, John the Baptist, he preached and prevailed. I'm glad we find the Saul of Tarshish became Paul the Apostle. We find number 12, David was scorned by his brothers, but yet became king. We find here Elisha follows Elijah. You find, and if you can't get 
figure out which way to go find somebody that does know. I'm telling you the truth. People come, and I remember working at the gas station part-time of getting rich because I wasn't making enough money to support five children. I was glad that I could be there working, and the people come by, and I was amazed that everybody, Then uh, I remember in Columbia, and they would say, uh, how far is it to Myrtle Beach? How far is it? Not many. I don't remember anybody coming saying, how far is it to the Baptist Church? How far is it to that revival meeting? But I want to tell you, glory to God, we've heard about people that had revival services, and it spread like wildfire, and people got saved. They got redeemed by the blood. They got shouting and praising God, and I'm glad that we find that when my dad was uh, on his way to hell, he went and heard the <laughs> J. Harold Smith preached, and of all the people there, about 3,000 people who went to my dad and said, don't you want to be saved? And my dad got saved, became, uh, I mean, it was a wonderful thing to see that happen. You go to the churches, you don't hear anything, you don't get excited, you don't shout, you don't praise God, and you go back the way you came. But I'm praising God that David was scorned by his brothers, but Yet he became king. Elisha followed Elijah. Many are called, few are chosen. And somebody said, many are cold and few of them are frozen. <laughs> I don't know whether, and I'll tell you something, there's nothing wrong to be happy. That's right. And some of them are frozen. Number 15, Exodus chapter 3. <laughs> Glory to God, I like this one. Moses, I, I just jotted these down. I was just reading along, and I, I just jotted this down. And just, Moses looked at the bush that was on fire, and God called out of the fire. Amen. He was interested in the bush that was burning yeah. and wasn't consumed. And the world's looking at you and saying, what in the world are you, what's wrong with you? Where are you going on, on this day? I'm going to hear Thomas Caldwell. Uh, what about that? And when you, when you go, you say, boy, one time's enough. I'm not going back. <laughs> but we find that God called. And then we find something else. Amos was a herder of sheep in Amos chapter 7. Number 17. Boy, I'm getting on. Amen. Gideon was threshing wheat. And he was trying to hide. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you what, glory to God. Y'all, y'all, brother, we all take some of these notes and get some, making something out of it. I want to hear y'all, I, I want to hear what y'all do with it. We find here that Jephthah in Judges, he was cast out, but God did not cast him out. You might be rejected by the world, but glory to God, I'm glad accepted by Jesus Christ. I'm going to heaven because of God's amazing grace. And when I started to preach, somebody said, how old is he? And I was called to two churches. And then after I started preaching, they said, uh, where did you go to school? I said, I rode by Bob Jones one day. <laughs> they said, uh, I mean, uh, I said, well, uh, I said, I didn't think I'd have time to go to school. They said, you preach like, uh, they said, how did you learn to preach like that? I said, like what? <laughs> they couldn't answer me. But we find that Jephthah, he was cast out, but God recovered. Rahab the harlot, she was delivered, and she was saved along with her family. You don't know how many people you might can help. That's page one. Okay. Brother Lawson wouldn't get through that quick. Number 20, disciples. Uh, where did you go to school? Well, uh, I... Peter said, we've been fishing. 
Uh, I mean, where'd you go to college? Uh, well, uh, we fished out of him. Uh, what kind, uh, well, you don't get the message. Well, Peter said, we got the message. You must be born again. Sure. <laughs> and what happened? People got saved. Yeah. Lives were changed. Right. Heaven is being populated. Yeah. And then we find number 21, Elijah was following by Elisha, but chosen by God. Number 22, what about John the Baptist? Yeah. Hallelujah. Not a greater than John. Right. Hallelujah. John, John. You mean he, you call him great? Hallelujah. Why was he great? He was pointing people to the Lamb which taketh away the sin of the world and glory to God. If you're telling people about Jesus, you're great and God will be happy that you do so. And they will be happy they got saved. And you will be happy when you get to heaven and see them there. Many are called and a few are chosen. Somebody said many are cold and a few of them are frozen. <laughs> But many are called. That's 23. Okay, going to point number two. And don't anybody, I mean, you might want to cover your face a little. God called unusual men. If you think I'm crazy, just think God called me. If you think I don't know what I'm doing, you just remember God. Amen. Blame God. I was not planning to preach. And I remember when I graduated from high school, they said, we predict that you are going to be a newscast. And I went back to my class reunion, and every one of them, most of them were Lutherans, and I had a pocket full of tracks, and they said, now what do you do? I said, well, y'all said I was going to be a newscaster. And I said, I am. They said, what station are you on? I said, I said I'm on the heavenly station. <laughs> Telephone to glory. And every one of my classmates took a track by John Rice. What must I do to be saved? Giving out the gospel to every one of them. And then... God called unusual men. You think I'm strange. You ain't seen nothing. Look at these other preachers. <laughs> they make me look sick. And I feel, I feel sick sometimes when I hear them. And you probably feel bad after you hear them. Some could not talk. Moses said, I can't speak. God said, who made, my, who made your mouth? That's right. I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. Well, glory to God. Y'all going to wish I wouldn't. But we find some couldn't talk. Some were afraid. Gideon, he said, oh, oh, no, can't, can't do that. Tell, tell him now, after he gets in glory. We find that some were young. Samuel and David, they were young. They, they started out young. Well, I'll tell you what. And you know what? Everybody said, uh, uh, where did you go to school? And I tell them, Pomeria. They said, where did Bob? I said, I went by Bob Jones one day. And I did not have time to go to school. I didn't think. And here I am. If I'd have went to school, I could have been finished 25 or 40 years ago. Some were young. Okay, that moves on down. Some were unusual, had unusual backgrounds. 
They were raised in a palace, Exodus chapter 2 and verse 9. One was a sheep herder, and one sat at the feet of Gamaliel. Paul said he sat at the feet of Gamaliel. Well, glory to God. God doesn't have to have a special one. He makes them special. As one person preaching, he says, special. I like these special people. Well, glory to God, I like the special ones and the special ones. But we find here, let's go that, moving on down. I'm just about finished. And praise God, it ain't even two o'clock yet. God called for unusual task. Number one, he called Abraham. He gave him an easy job. He said, I want you to start a nation. <laughs> start a nation. What would you do if God said, I want you to start a nation? Where would you go? Well, you might need to go to one of these countries where they don't have Jesus and say, I'm going to start a nation and see what their reaction will be. But that's what Abraham did. We find that, we find unusual task. Abraham, 70. Oh yes, this is another thing wasn't too good. Abraham, how old are you? Well, I, I'm, I'm 75 years old. Well, I want you to start a nation. Oh, at 75. Oh, I want to go to church. Oh, oh me, I can't make it. Oh, I can't go. I can't. Oh, I can't. Uh, oh, 75 years old. Glory to God. I'm glad. Hallelujah. I'm 88. And I got three sisters older than me. And my grandmother was 100 years old when Abraham Lincoln was living. She came. I said, Granny, we're studying about Abraham Lincoln. She said, I was a little girl when he was assassinated. And said, it took us a long time to find out he was killed. And glory to God when Kennedy, I'm not saying I'm sad because Kennedy was shot, but they saw him fall. You can see him fall. Fall. And we find here, he called Abraham to start a nation at the age of 75. And here you are, 25, 30, and you say you can't even go to church. You can't get up to go on Sunday. You can't go to Sunday night. You can't go on Wednesday. You can't go to Wednesday. You can't tell anybody about you. But anyway, he gave Moses, he gave Moses the opportunity to lead a nation. Now, God, has he given you anything that difficult? Everybody said amen. No. We find that Look at this, and oh my goodness, here's something. David, what we, what, David, what you gonna do? Uh, that's a giant somebody needs to take care of. And David, well, he didn't go out and call out the army. He got him a sling, and boy, he went after him. And the Bible said he, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't want that kind of person coming after me. I want God coming after me, blessing me. I don't want to. Oh, so David was called to fight a giant, and he won. And we find to preach the gospel. Paul said, God called me to preach the gospel. And I'm glad, glory to God, I'm glad that when I started preaching and go, and everybody said, and, and, and you know, every time they would say, and I was preaching, and on the radio, WBCU, 
And I don't know what it stood for, WBCU in Union, but somebody got mad and told me that that meant we befuddle the citizens of Union. <laughs> but I preached on the radio, and somebody called up and said, who is that preacher preaching on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock? They said, Thomas Caldwell. And they said, I wonder if he would preach a funeral. And I said, well, I'll study it up and see how you preach a funeral. And I read the Bible. Lazarus, or oh, he raised the dead. Listen, and I called him. I said, I cannot preach a funeral. I don't know how. Jesus did the impossible for the undeservable. But I went and I tried to preach. And then somebody came and said, we want you to come pastor our church. And then they found out I had only been preaching two months. And then they said, if we would have known you were just preaching that length of time, we wouldn't have called you to start with. And I remember Noel Ballou there at Union and so forth, and he would get a little nervous sometimes when somebody's in that preaching. He was a Catholic, and nothing uh, I can do about that, but uh, he was, didn't like it because got on the made him nervous. Amen. And then we find that you look at all the blessings that God has given and how God has taken care of. And then somebody comes along and say, what in the world? Look, he uses unusual men. Some said they couldn't talk. Moses said, I can't talk. You couldn't stop him later on. <laughs> Some were afraid. Gideon was afraid. Some were young. Samuel and David, he calls unusual men. And I'm just thankful. Many are called, few are chosen. I'm getting close to the end. Some are, had unusual backgrounds. One was raised in a palace. Exodus chapter 2 and verse 9. They came from the palace. And then one was a sheep herder. And one sat at the feet of Gamaliel, Paul. And you say, where do you get this outline? I'm amazed that people heard me preach and they think I need an outline. And this was uh, some that somebody sent me. And Mariana came and she said, she started telling me the other night, I said, that's good, that's good. I said, well, I'll tell it to the people and see what they think about it. But we find something else. God calls people for an, an unusual task. Something, say, nobody's ever done this. Well, let me ask you this. If you can't do what God's telling you to do, let me tell you what some did that said they couldn't. Abraham, he was called to start a nation. I would hate for God to call me and say, I want you to go start a nation. Where would I go? What would I do? How would I do it? But glory to God, Abraham did it. <laughs> By faith. Amen. Believe in God. There's no telling what you could do if you believe God. And I remember saying, I don't know how, if I can preach. And some of the folk heard me and they said, uh, are you sure you, God called you to preach? <laughs> Start a nation to lead a nation. Okay, here's another one. You got it going now. And now God said, Moses, I want you to go lead that nation. 
uh, Lord, what if they don't follow me? I want you to go into all the world and preach the gospel. What if they won't listen? I want to do this. But God, glory to God, God said, I want you to leave the next. Number three, here's another rough one. God said, David, I want you to go fight a giant. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> did I hear you right? I'm, uh, I'm a giant. Goliath. You ever heard of Goliath? How many heard of him? All of you have. In the Bible, Goliath. And David got his sling. He got his stone. And he got out there and he said, you come to me with a sword, you come to me with this, but glory to God, I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord of God of Israel. I'm coming to you in God's name. I'm coming to you in God's power. And the Bible said that Goliath went down. Right, right. And I'm not advising you to do this because they would lock you up and put you in jail. <laughs> but praise God, I'm glad it put there in, for a purpose. He won the battle. We find that not only to start a nation and to lead a nation, to fight a giant, but to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And as much as in me is, I'm ready to preach to you there at Rome also. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Heaven bound with the hammer down. I'm glad we're going home to be with Jesus Christ. God placed men in hard places. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 12. We never serve God without a battle. Never popular to walk with God, but glory. And I think about that song I heard many years ago. It is glory just to walk with Him. Is it? Look at the, look at the expression on people's faces. You can see sadness and sorrow and heartache and heartbreak. But glory to God, I'm glad it is glory. And I will say this, and I don't know what is, I'm still waiting after Mary Lee being the sweetest person I could have, have ever found for me, or even God find it. And what people said, and I remember the preachers would tell me at the fellowship meetings, that Brother Caldwell, where's your wife? I said, she's at home. If you can't bring your wife, you stay at home. <laughs> And so now I tell them I cannot bring her, but I'm going to where she is. Amen. I'm glad I'm going home also. I'm glad, Amen. praise God. And I'm not rejoicing that she's gone. I'm just rejoicing she's with Jesus Christ Amen. and calling me and telling me. And so God placed men in hard places. Revelation 2 verse 12. God never, ne we never serve God without a battle. It's not easy. We never, it is never popular to walk with God, but it's glory. Praise God. I've only got 15 more points. And it's, it, well, it's not even 11 o'clock. I mean, y'all, I'll, I'll sell you this copy here and y'all can make something out of it. Okay, here we will seriously consider our attitude. Number one, do we really desire God's will? Do you really desire that? 
I said, God, uh, the greatest gift that I have ever received has been from heaven and been from the Lord. And the greatest gift that I think I've received here on earth was a wonderful, sweet wife. And when I got my concealed weapon permit and they wanted to know what my name, nickname, I said, hon. But I'm just saying that it was the sweetest life in anybody that knew. But I'm saying, do we really desire God's will? Are we seeking God's will? Number three, will we do now what you already know? You know enough right now to get, get you started. Amen. And then, will you do the little things? You remember that song? I don't they say we sing it now, but little things mean a lot. The little things mean a lot. Here we find, will you seek help from people? Will you pray earnestly? Okay, that's six points. I've got through. You didn't know it go that fast, did you? Okay, number seven. Moses turned aside to see how a bush could burn and not be consumed. Now, you probably see that too. And we find number eight, search the scriptures. Find out what you can with God's word. And I remember I went to a meeting, fellowship meeting. And a preacher was preaching from a Bible. It wasn't me. They didn't call on me. I wasn't that far along yet. But the preacher was preaching, and he was reading, and one of those old men went up and said, let me see your Bible. And he looked at it. He said, man, said, you got their own Bible. You don't, we, this is King James only. And they took his Bible away from him and gave him their Bible. And they said, what did the preacher do? They said, he kept preaching. I said, my goodness, that would have embarrassed me. Come take my Bible away. But search the Scriptures. Be sure you got the King James Version uh, for English-speaking people. And then we stop here. Stop what you know is wrong. Or you say, well, I just can't help it. Well, help it. Anyway, <laughs> will you do, do simple things, grow in grace, G-R-O-W. Now look at some of these fellas, and me, look at them. I, I draw my stomach in sometimes, I said, uh, I, I grew too much. And you look at all the things of this, but grow in grace. Do the simple thing, grow in grace. Jesus never fails. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul preached. And guess what happened? They looked over there. Somebody gone to sleep. They said, wake that person. And one preacher was preaching one time. He said, wake that person up next to you. He said, you wake him up. You put him to sleep. But Paul preached, though one slept. An old song. I close with this one. Take time to be holy. And I'll tell you what, I have really enjoyed this. Amen. Amen. And y'all have really helped me. And I did not see anybody frowning except uh, some of these folks. Now, this fellow back here, he could frown and you wouldn't know it if he got his face covered up. But he looks handsome, what you can see. But I'm just saying here today, this was 
choosing the right person. And I'm glad we're chosen in Him. And I will say this, God may not have gotten much when He got me, but I sure do praise His name for who I got. And thank God, and looking at this, and when Tommy got saved, Tommy, how old was it, eight, five, five years old? I worked at Mid-Carolina Electric Co-op, and I was called to two churches and preaching on the radio and working in the mill and sleep when I had about 10 minutes. And somebody called up and said, the first thing they wanted to know, where did you go to school? And I tell them. And I was telling them about Tommy getting saved. And they asked how old he was. And they said, he don't know nothing about salvation. I said, I want to ask you a question. Do you know that you're saved and going to heaven? No, I don't. I said, he is smarter than you are. I never did let them get anything on the children. I said, glory to God, these little ones. And I will, I hope that these children, I remember talking to the children and never did have to whip except maybe two or three times a day. <laughs> but they w would listen, and they are such a blessing, and the grandchildren, and somebody said, well, uh, I want them to have a good time. I do too. That's the reason I told them about Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful for what God has given. I'm still waiting for the letdown. But I'm so thankful for the wonderful life and the wonderful wife that God gave. Amen. And I said, I thank God. It's all because of Jesus Christ. And I close with this verse. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And I find here that it's wonderful to know Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'm going where he is. Amen. Amen. And it's wonderful because of Jesus Christ. And Brother Lawson, I sure appreciate it. And I am glad this is over. I've got another two pages that I was trying to leave out. And I'm, I'll wait for next year. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Preacher, thanks. Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com. <laughs>